0: In Matthew sixteen thirteen, Jesus asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So Jesus asks his disciples a question. He says, Who who are people saying that I am? And every disciple's got an answer. Oh, uh, some are saying this, and uh, my grandma's saying that, and the people in this region are saying this, but the people in this region are saying that. And then Jesus says, Just drops it on him in verse 15. But uh, who do you say? And all the answers begin to dwindle. But then Peter steps forward and he says, you are God's son. And Jesus says after that, "Um, nobody showed you this. You weren't taught this by teachers. None of these Pharisees showed you that. Um, You didn't pick this up in a book, school. No, my father who is in heaven, he showed you who I am. And, you know, in the word of God, Jesus is the almighty one in Revelations 1.8. He's the alpha and omega in Revelations 22.13. He's the advocate in First John two one, he's the author and the perfector of our faith. In Hebrews twelve two, he is the all in all authority in the world. Matthew twenty eight eighteen, he's the bread of life. John six thirty five, he's the beloved son of God. Matthew three seventeen, he's the bridegroom. Matthew nine fifteen, he's the chief cornerstone. Psalm 118 22. He's the deliverer. First Thessalonians 1 10. He's the faithful and the true one. Revelations 19 11. He's the good shepherd. John 10 11. He's the great high priest. He's our high priest. Hebrews 4 14. He's all kind of things. He's the head of the church. He's he's the I am. He's Emmanuel. He's the judge. He's the king of kings. He's The lamb of God He's the light of the world. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And many people, when they are asked, who is Jesus? They quote these things. Oh, he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Messiah, the Mighty One. He's the Great Redeemer. He is the resurrection and the life. And they're quoting either just scripture they have read or content that they picked up from a preacher or somebody else. But Peter, according to Jesus, was answering from a place of intimacy. Jesus said, you know who I am because my father spoke to your heart. You know who I am, not based on textbook, not based on schooling, not based on people. You know who I am based on. On my Father's word. You know who I truly am. And then Jesus steps forward from that moment and he says, Blessed. Are you Simon bar Jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father who is in heaven and I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and i will give you the key the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven jesus said peter you got it who who do people say that i am man the disciples well some some say some say and then others say and others say oh but who do you say And they don't know. They're not sure of an answer. But Peter, he got it. And he said, I know who you are for myself. You are the son of God. And you know that he knew it in his heart. You know that he believed it in his heart. Because when Jesus said, follow me, Peter left his life and he followed him. He didn't just leave um, a boat, which was his livelihood and his job. He didn't just walk away from that. He walked away from a family because later on in scripture, you see Jesus heal his wife. He left all of that for that period of time to follow Jesus zealously. He went after him who, you know, gonna walk up to somebody and say, follow me. And they leave their job they leave their family, they leave their livelihood, they leave their routine, they leave their schedule to follow you. He didn't tell them follow me and then on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday we'll do this and then on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this will be our routine and this is how we're going to have income and this is how Um, we're going to make sure that you're still connected to your family here. And this is how we'll make sure that you're still socially accepted. And this is how I'll bless you. And this, no, he didn't do any of that. He said, follow me. And Peter left his life and followed him. And devoutly pursued him, learning from him. And no, he wasn't perfect. Thank God. I'm glad Peter wasn't perfect. I see a lot of myself in Peter. Just. I mean, revelation from on high. And Jesus says, I'm going to build my church on this, Peter. And then a few verses later, Jesus has to tell Peter, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I mean, I identify with that. One minute I'm at 100 percent. The next minute you got to rebuke me. I'm human. That's why I love Peter. But Peter followed Jesus, all of his imperfections, all of his humanity, he followed him because he knew who Jesus was. And then Jesus says, there's no way that you could have known that. There's no way that you could have figured that out on your own or been taught that by man. My father, he revealed this to you. And I think... In our world today, and even in Christianity, Christianity, there are a lot of people who do not know Christ. Many people um, claim the title of a Christian, but they don't necessarily know the Christ. They don't know him personally. They don't know him intimately. They don't know him in a way where they can stand out and stand up and with confidence answer such a question. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. They don't know him in a way where they could confidently answer for themselves by divine revelation for themselves. They might say, oh, he's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the healer of cancer. He's the deliverer from drugs. I heard the pastor say that and I heard my grandma say that and my mom taught me this. My friends say this about him. My co-workers sadly say that about him. So I don't really know. I mean, he's this, he's that. But there are some people who can do like Peter did, step forward and confidently say he is the almighty one. He is the deliverer. When Jesus says, who am I? And some say, oh, you're a lunatic. (laughs) You're you're a fake. You were. Oh, he was a good prophet. He was a good man. You could take from his teachings. It's good. He was a liar and a thief and a briber and. He was this and he was that but maybe you could be like peter and step forward and say no he is the deliverer how do you know because for me he delivered me my father who is in heaven showed me that his son was a deliverer. He would deliver me from bondage. He would deliver me from drug addiction. He would deliver me from whatever it is. And you can confidently come forward and say for yourself, by your own revelation, Jesus, you are the deliverer. And then some people can stand up and say, Jesus, you are the healer. Because when I was broken in my soul, you healed me. You are the healer because when I had stage four lung cancer and I was supposed to die, you healed me. Some people answer, Who is Jesus based on somebody else's answer? But what Jesus was challenging his followers, his disciples with, was for them to answer for themselves. It was easy to say what somebody else had said. It was easy to say what others thought. But it got quiet. When he asked a very specific question. What do you say? Who do you say? I don't know. (laughs) I mean I know what Mother Teresa said. And I know what the pastor on YouTube said. I know what I saw on Facebook. And I know what they taught me in the church. I know what they told me in school. I mean I know what my coworkers say. I know what my friends say. No that's not what I'm asking you. Who do you say I am? And my challenge to you is to come to the place where you can be like Peter and confidently step forward and say who you know Jesus is. For me, Jade, personally, Jesus is my life. He is the bread of life. He is my source. He is my provision. He is truly the essence of my life. And without him, I will fall into a deep, dark depression and I would die in it because he is life to me. The word of God says he is the bread of life. It's like you eat of him him that's why for communion you eat bread and you you drink the who knows grape juice depending on where you are because it's a picture of you literally taking him into your body and eating him for your life that's why people didn't understand it in the old in in the scriptures because um the bible says they they thought he started pulling some vampire stuff like wait what you want me to eat your flesh and drink your blood and if I don't I can't be a part of you? Well then I'm I'm dipping. I'm out. But they didn't understand what Jesus was saying was take me into you. Let me be one with you. He wasn't saying come over here and eat my hand off. Come over here and eat my foot and he was he was painting a picture. That's why he always says um, those who have ears, let them hear. I'm saying something so much more than your natural carnal mind can understand. And so when he calls himself the bread of life and when, he, and when he breaks the bread and he says, this is my body, eat it. He's saying, eat of me that you might have life. Eat my words. Eat the word of God. Take it into you. If you eat fruits and vegetables, that goes into your body and it does good. It goes into you. It begins to do something in your cells and your digestive system. It's good for you. You eat 10 boxes of pizza, it goes into you. It does something to you that might, you know, slow your digestive system down It might give you a headache, it might make you lazy, it might make it hard to wake up in the morning because you're eating something of no good value to you. And Jesus is saying, take me into you the way your physical body takes in food and it goes through your body and it breaks up and it, and it disperses and it begins to be used and, and it begins to do something inside of you. He says, I'll be the same way. You eat me like bread. I'll come into your soul. I'll come into your spirit and I will bring love and peace and joy and energy and the whole spirit and your your spirit man will grow your soul will grow and you will become like me because you are what you eat so for me he is my life he is the bread that my soul eats from and if i don't have him i am malnourished in my soul and i will become Uh, bitter. I will become broken. I will become angry. I will become depressed and I will die in my soul without him. But with him as my bread, as my spiritual food, love grows on the inside of me. The peace of God that surpasses understanding rules my heart and my mind. Joy unspeakable is moving through me. Why? Because he is the source of my life. Who is Jesus? I don't want to hear another person answer that question based on somebody else's answer to that question. Jesus went to the cross. The father, our Abba Daddy, sent his son to the cross to die a murderer's, a sinner's, an adulterer's death. It was horrific. It is not what you see um, painted on, on church walls where he had a trickle of blood on the left side of his face and like one little slit under his rib and he looks really skinny. No. This picture of crucifixion is horrific. The Bible says that his mom couldn't recognize his face. And the the crucifixion was, was known for being terrifying and disgusting and humiliating. That's why um, I I love how Jesus preached because he said, if you won't pick up a cross and follow me, then just don't come. (laughs) Because it was a really difficult statement. And I think today, a lot of times we think that what he means is like, if you don't wear the cross around your neck to let people know that you believe in me, you can't follow me. You know, it's it's much deeper than that. Jesus was saying something so powerful. He was saying something so challenging, so difficult to accept. But he was worthy of the acceptance of that. He's worthy of a cross being carried. He is so worthy. But he did not go to that extent. He did not die that kind of death. So that we could just say that we're believers, so that we could just um, put on our Facebook status uh, Christian. He did not die so that we could simply um, talk about him, but never talk to him. He died that kind of death so that we could know him personally, deeply, intimately, He died that extreme death so that an extreme thing could take place like a horrible, undeserving, unworthy sinner could come into the presence of the king of the universe and talk to him and talk with him and listen to him as he talks and speaks. He died this extreme way so that the relationship between us and him could just be so extremely beautiful. It should not be. But because of God's unfailing love, it is that way. It is. We get to do what the word of God says. We actually get to come confidently into the throne room. Of God because of the blood of Jesus that was spilled for us so when I ask who is Jesus I'm not asking who do men say he is who does your church say he is who do your friends say he is what about your family What about your co-workers? What about that person who's just really offended with him? What what does he say? No. What do you say about him? Who is he to you? Christians, Christians should be able to be like Peter. And step forward in confidence and say who Jesus is to us. And in Matthew 6 and 5, verses 5 and 6, you see Jesus talk about prayer. And he says, when you pray, not if, but when you pray, go into your room Shut your door behind you and talk to your heavenly father in private. Go to a secret place and get alone with God and talk to him, share with him, listen to him, commune with him have relationship with him have friendship with him have an intimate relationship with him Jesus says when you pray make it private make it personal make it intimate and my father who is in heaven He sees you praying in private. He will reward you in the open. You know what he rewards us with? The revelation of his son. He rewards us with the great privilege of knowing his son. You go to him in private and then you have this incredible opportunity to be like Peter and say, oh, I know who you are. You are God's son. And Jesus says, Wow, I can tell you've talked with my father. Who is Jesus? I don't want to hear people describe him anymore from somebody else's sermon somebody else's message, somebody else's opinion. The opinion of man is fluctuating. It is fickle. It is emotional. It is based on feeling. The opinion of man changes from Monday to Tuesday. The opinion of man is like the wind blowing back and forth you don't know something blowing around in the wind a tumbleweed i don't want to base my knowledge of christ on somebody's opinion no i want to know for myself and there is clear instruction in the word of god of how to do that pray Prayer simply means communing with God, listening to Him, talking to Him, like back and forth, like a relational thing, like a relationship. Jesus says, Go to Him, talk with Him. And then, like Peter, you can have confidence when Jesus says, "Who am I?" When Jesus comes to you and says, "Who am I?" and you don't say, "Oh well, um, you know, based on the uh, the YouTube channel that I'm watching, you're um, you you do this and you do that and you're this and you're that." Well, you know, based on um, this preacher's. Uh, you know, mindset, you're this. Well, based on the Catholic church, well, based on the Methodist church, well, based on the Baptist church, well, based on the non-denominational church, well, based on this book, well, based on this person. But no, you can say based on my intimate personal, close relationship with the father where he teaches me and he, he enlightens the eyes of my understanding about the word. He, he becomes my counselor. He becomes my father. He becomes my teacher. He becomes my mentor. He becomes my, my lover, the lover of my soul. He becomes my closest friend, my confidant. He becomes my everything. Based on that, Jesus is. Based on that, Jesus is. Who is Jesus to you?